1: website systems that you can use, and plugins that can enhance your website.
0: Have you picked up our online survival guide yet? Get prepped for the future of online marketing by going to www.aybguide.com.
1: Hey, everybody. This is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number 38. 38 we are fresh off our recent live event, and I tell you, the buzz is still going. It's Uh, An exciting event, and of course, I'm going to tell you a little bit about it, but I can't wait to tell you that Heather was there too. She's got a lot of (laughs) feedback for us. Hey, Heather, you there?
0: Hello, hello, guys. Hey, Andrew, and you're back in America. What a short little visit that was.
1: Wasn't it a whirlwind visit, but I tell you, it was one of the most funnest visits that I've had out to Australia because... You and I got to do our very first event live in front of a bunch of people. And uh, what's more, we did our very live podcast. So you would have heard that. That was our last podcast, live in front of people. That was um, it was a bit of a challenge because it was different. You and I are usually sitting here in our offices and uh, halfway across the world talking to each other. And then all of a sudden, we've got all these eyeballs looking at us and we had to come up with content on the fly.
0: It was, wasn't it? It was quite amazing. I mean, we literally had three of our studio audience, or I should say event attendees, step forward and just ask us questions. And um, we were unscripted, completely had a chat. You'll see the setup soon because we're putting a video up on our site. But uh, it's quite funny. We had a stool with our microphone and you and I were sitting on like high stools. And then we had one of the, um, uh, the attendees sit on a chair next to us. And that was literally our setup, just sitting there in the middle of a room.
1: Yeah, so if you ever think about, you need all the right equipment and all the perfect studio stuff with the sound walls and that sort of stuff. Um, watch the video because you'll see that we're in a brick room, like like uh, exposed bricks with a concrete floor. Um, it was very echoey, so you may have heard that on the on the on the podcast. Yeah. But you know, we got it done. It doesn't matter. We got it done. We got the message across that we wanted to get across. Um, we made it work, and uh, it's a lesson for people out there that are procrastinating because they need everything perfect. Just get out and do it.
0: Absolutely. It was it was a good one. So now, Andrew, um, we were having a chat. We're working out the next, I guess, where we're headed with our podcast. And I know we spoke about websites before way back. I think it was even maybe episode number two. Yeah, it was one of those. Yeah. And uh, we thought, you know, it's been a couple of years and things have changed a little bit. So we're going to revisit a few of our topics. And this particular one is all about websites.
1: Yes, yes. So um, what's working now with websites? You know, websites 18 months ago is a in a ter- an eternity. Mm. Website, the rules about websites, what you need often changes. So we thought we'd come up with a couple of things today that uh, we think are important in websites. Um, some of them you may have heard before, others may be new for you. But let's uh, look at the state of play on, on the world of websites and um, give you our take on what we think is important right now. Um, exactly and this is part sorry
0: to interrupt this is part of a a little mini series as well so we're actually going to be covering uh, the top 10 things that we think you should be thinking of and using right now on your website to get the most results and this episode we're covering three of them
1: yeah so we'll cover three just we don't want it to stretch on too far we'll give you a little piece or three little pieces to take away work on and then uh, next podcast we'll cover the next three so let's get started shall we
0: We shall, but I have a question for you.
1: Do you know what it is? I certainly do. (laughs) What did you learn this week, Andrew? That is a great question. So that's a good question. You know, I hadn't even thought about that too much, but I'm going to say that one of the things I've been looking into is a lot of um, response marketing, so text messaging uh, text messaging actually, um, in in the form of people emailing or signing up to your autoresponders and you responding with text messaging. And I think um, you know it's been around a while, but what I've been looking into it is quite fascinating of how the the, the sorts of things you can do these days with text messaging. You know, mm. um, I used to have this idea that you would text a name and a number to a to a to a number, and um, that would be it. But these, these days there's, um, there's systems out there that let you have an interactive um, question and answer with, with somebody on the other end of the phone, which is quite fascinating. So for example, um, you can uh, set up your system. This is an, an automated system, by the way, that you might get somebody to text, you know, a name and number to you and you might have a pre-recorded uh, preset response and might say, Hey, thanks for, thanks for texting your number. What is your biggest problem in your business? and someone mm. would would write back. And according to whatever words that they write back, you could send another response. So it's sort of intuitive, um, intuitive answers. So um, it becomes a very uh, targeted system approach because the answers they send back to you on those text messages go into a database, into your file, so that you can really start to narrow down your database according to what answers people are giving on these text messages
0: yeah, so text messages are great for like events, really, aren't they? If you're out and about and uh, like if you're if you're a speaker and you're giving an event, or we spoke a little bit about this in a past episode if you're doing um expos and things like that.
1: Yeah, but I, even even more than that, like it doesn't have to be an event. It could be on your website. You know, um, people come to your website. Mm-hmm. They're on their they're on their mobile phone or they're on their, their iPad or whatever, um, and they can actually just text a text a name or a number if they want more information. And you can set these things up so that people can just or these text messages respond to you. Uh, intuitively and it's quite fascinating I've seen a couple of really really well set up ones I've seen some dodgy ones but I've seen some really one uh, really good ones it's set up and you, you actually think there's somebody on the other end t- answering your texts
0: very cool very very yeah. cool all right thanks for sharing that
1: what about Ch- you what about you oh. what you learned this week <laughs>
0: Okay, cool. Happily. So this morning, actually, I caught up with um, a co-author in a book I was in, It's That Easy Online Marketing 3.0. Her name is Fiona Lewis. Hello, Fiona, little shout out for you. She's amazing. She's uh, done podcasting as well for quite a while, and she has a business called uh, Super Savvy Business.
1: Um, Fiona's been in our magazine too.
0: She has. She's been in Online Footprint. That's right. Yes. Fiona's really cool. We're having a little coffee. We've never met like so many of our, you know, people that you and I know in our network, we all talk online, right? On using social media and emails and Skype and things, but we've never met. And so I met with her today and we had this whole conversation around SEO and she's exactly like us. And the whole thing we said was, SEO is dead. It really is. The way we know SEO or search engine optimization to work where you create backlinks and try and play around with Google and manipulate it really has changed. And um, I loved having a talk with her about this because we both agree that now content, content creation and content marketing is really the new SEO. Um, Podcasting, videos, writing books, um, whatever you can do to put your message out there online. And she also said to me, if you just give good value consistently over time and all of these pieces of content that you put out, not you know not, not lame, lame value, but um, really good value, really think your content through and put it out there. That is, is alone all you need to generate some really good traffic for your business. Uh-huh. So I didn't necessarily, I think learn as much as I, I what I'm finding is the trend of SEO shifting and changing really is spreading across the world. And key business leaders and people working in our industry are also agreeing that content is really where people should be paying attention to.
1: Yeah. Well, you, you and I have been saying this for you know, a year now, at least a year. Um, and it's, you know, it's it's catching up and it's, and it's kicking on. And, um, you know, you and I have been um, – Knowing this for a while, so this is why we've gone and created our podcast every week. We've created our magazine. We've created webinars. We've created videos for people. You know, mm. regular blog posts. We've published two books in the, in the past year. So, um, it's definitely something we, you and I've been looking at, and you know, we're finding some awesome results. For people coming through us uh, to us through different channels, all from our content that we've been putting out there.
0: Exactly. So there you go, guys. Go out there and create some content.
1: <laughs> do it do it do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> all right all so right. let's kick on with uh, these top three uh website things that we want to talk about today what's the Sounds first one? Good. let's let's right. go with the first one what's the what's the key one we want to start off with
0: Well, this is really the fundamental this is the starting point of all websites, and that is website setup, which is really your hosting and where you buy your domain, your registrar so I guess quickly what it What's the difference between the two? Uh, hosting is basically you have to have it in order to have a website. It's, it's a server that exists where you store all of your files for your website online, and it allows people to come from all over the world and get access to those files. Now, a registrar is a company you use to buy a domain, so www.yourbusiness.com. And you need both to have a website. And there are many companies, and I know we'll, we'll cover a few in a second here, that actually do both. You can actually buy a domain and buy hosting from the very same company, but you can also buy them from different companies. And I guess the rule of thumb, guys, is really important with this, is just make sure you have ownership of your domain and your hosting. That just means you have logins and you actually know where your website is being hosted. Um, I know, Andrew, we have a lot of clients that come to us and they have to try and work out where these logins are and then they think, you know, some middleman probably bought it somewhere along the line and do they have ownership of it? Do do Does the business owner? And it can get kind of confusing for people. So in yeah. your, your, I guess, layman's terms, Andrew, what, how would you talk about hosting and, and registrars?
1: Well, okay, so I guess it's almost like having a, a house. You know, the plot of land... Uh, is where the plot of land is where you're going to host your website. The, the address that that plot of land sits would be your domain name or your URL. And then the house that you build is like your website. It's the website you build. So you need three things together, really the the hosting, the domain and the actual website itself. Um, So that's, that's how I look at it. And I guess that's the easiest way to get your head around it. Now um, there are a couple of, No, a bunch of companies out there who who say that um, they'll put it all together for you 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 use their software you use their templates to put it together Um, at the end of the day my my caution about those places although they work fairly well particularly if you're starting out um, they do get limited to what you can do and oftentimes they end up owning the website so you have got to be careful about some of these um, some of these systems that own the whole lot you know as um as you've heard us talk before and James Schramko says, you want to own the race course. You want to own everything mm-hmm. that you can possibly have because um, it's the same principle as building your entire business on something like a Facebook where you, you, you spend all your time building a, a, a page and you run all your business through your your Facebook page only to find out that Facebook kick you off or bar you or get rid of you um, and you've lost your business because you don't have ownership of that page. Same with some of these... Um, some, some of these setups that let you uh, pretend to own things, but at the end of the day, they really own things. So um, let's talk about what are the sites that where you can buy your own and own it so that you have yeah. control of it the whole time. So let's run through a couple of those.
0: That sounds good. And before I do, I just wanted to give a quick um, shout-out for James as well. You mentioned James Schremko. And um, if you guys want to know more about him, it's just superfastbusiness.com. He's amazing. He's, he's in our space and one of our mentors as well. And he has a great little podcast called Freedom Ocean, which you might want to check out. So anyway, um, back to this uh, really Quickly, I guess a couple key things that you guys can keep in mind um, before I go into some platforms is GoDaddy. Godaddy GoDaddy.com is a place where you can buy both a domain and hosting. It's very popular. Um, HostGator.com, that's a very popular hosting company. I don't think they have registration of domains. Uh, Maybe they do, but they're more known for hosting. They They do do now, yeah. Yeah. A lot of them are moving to do both. Yes. And that's smart because then you guys only can have one account with them. Um, Rule of thumb, too, when you are buying multiple domains, make sure that you log into your account first, if you've already created one, and then buy the domains inside the same account. I've seen a lot of people have 10 different accounts with 10 different companies, and that gets very challenging to chase down. Mm -hmm. Um, Namecheap is another place we like to buy domains at. Um, If you're in Australia, crazydomains.com.au, and you can buy .com.au domains there. And uh, hosting for Australians as well, uh, just because a lot of our listeners are in Australia, NetLogistics is a great place to have a .com.au hosted. Um, And quickly a point on that. When you're doing business just in your country, the rule of thumb is to buy the extension of .com.au or .dot, you know, whatever your country is, as your main website to run your business through, and so, buy so, yeah,
1: so, yeah. so .co.uk would be the UK equivalent. That's right. Um, that's
0: right. The US,
1: the US would just be .com because that's predominantly mm. where you're at. Um, but every country has its own little um, extension on the end. So find out what it is for your country, and uh, buy that domain for your country too.
0: Exactly, exactly. And and get hosting in your country as well, because it just speeds up the delivery of your website. And it looks good for the fact that you are a local based business and you're targeting customers in your country. Now, if you're going global, and you really are focusing on global clients, a dot com is what you want for a domain. Um, buy it anyway, even, even if you're just doing business in your country, buy the .com if you can. And uh, then hosting is not as important at that point. You can definitely go for like a HostGator company, which is based in America, um, but you have a .com and you're going global, so you don't have to be focused on getting hosting in your country at that point.
1: What is the cost? How much Moolah are they expected to be paying for a URL these days?
0: Yes. Oh, this is a good question because it's not much at all. We're talking sort of anywhere around the $10 mark, depending um, upwards of maybe higher teens, 20. If you're doing a special .au or one of those. $10 a year? Yes, a yep. year. A that year. is exactly right. And you can get deals as well. Sometimes there'll be sales on and, and whatnot. If you guys get a, a note, if you own a domain and you get something in your mailbox from a domain company that says, renew your domain now, only $70, <laughs> just stay away from that. Oftentimes, there's these companies that target you as a as a domain regist- you know, somebody that has a domain, and they'll send you something in the post trying to take your business and be a middleman actually buying domains. You don't need them. You just can go straight to the source with a GoDaddy or, or one of these companies we talked about.
1: I, I get those regularly because I have a lot of domains. Yeah. And i got to tell you, they are very convincing. Like their letters <laughs> that they send you are extremely convincing. It's like – doom and gloom if you don't register now, someone else is going to snap it up, your business is down the drain, you're going to lose all your business. And that's like, wow, it's really scary. And I remember seeing it for the very first time I actually went back and I bought it through them when I first started this. Yeah. And then I got on to realize, you know, even, even though I knew it, I still was, I started believing their hype and I'm like, these guys are good. This is an awesome sales letter um, because they're, <laughs> they're predicting doom and gloom for my business, but I knew better. But um, I could see how the unscrupulous, the the poor new person who's not really um, sort of a with all this sort of stuff suddenly would say, oh, I've got to go and get it done. And they'll go and spend 10, 10 to 20 times more than they should on their mm-hmm. current domain they already own. So um. Just uh, yeah, Be that, that yeah. Be wary. Be wary. Yeah. Be
0: wary. Yeah. All you need to do is just buy it from one of these online companies. Hosting, by the way, starts at around five dollars a month from um, companies like HostGator. Now, a rule of caution around hosting as well. As the online world gets more hectic, it brings more hackers and people that are looking to just shut down your site for the fun of shutting down your site. Mm. Now, if you get cheap hosting. That means you're going to have limited support and um, you're going to be responsible for updating your plugins and your software and, and all the things on your site that we're going to talk about here in a moment. You're responsible for that. If you get a, more of a hosting account that has maintenance included, you're probably looking at around $30 to $50 a month. And it could be the best money you ever spend because you're going to have a help te- a help desk ticketing system. If your site goes down, you have somebody to look after that for you. They manage the upgrades, the backups of everything so just think in terms of your business and and how important it is it for you to have your site safe hack proof and also online all the time
1: yeah yeah we, we do a lot of this for our clients too so if you're ever interested in doing that send us an email shoot us a shoot us a message and uh we can we can give you a oh, we, we can we can sort you Help out, you and all out. That sort of stuff too. absolutely all right
0: all right so you talked a little bit about website systems which is our point number two just before like what um and owning the race course that whole concept of making sure you have ownership of your web platform and you're right you know what there are so many people that have these things called proprietary platforms which basically you're going to be paying a subscription fee every week in order to use their system to have your website on it and that that means you're essentially not really owning your website because if you don't pay your bill or, um, you, you know, you feel like moving elsewhere, it becomes complex, located to get your files out of their system.
1: Yeah, yeah, it does. It does become a pain in the backside. We've had a number of clients that have, that have uh, had that issue and we're trying to get those files out and then it's almost like extracting teeth sometimes. It's easier to start again than try and make it work. So um, it let's talk about some of these platforms. What are some of the platforms that people may have heard, out, heard about out there?
0: Okay, good question. Now, there's a big, huge word that's thrown around called open source. And all that means is basically free platforms that you can build your website on. Open source is great because it is free. It also brings um, programmers from all over the world that are constantly building little add-ons called plugins uh, that you can use inside your website. Basically means that you have free software, access to free plugins, and you can make your site into something really quite amazing. Um, Now, what are the big three? There's big three big open source platforms that are the most popular. And the first one is Drupal. Drupal is, we've worked in Drupal a little bit as well. It's um quite complex. It's more for corporate. It's more robust. And if you're small to even mid- medium sized business, even corporates um, aren't using Drupal because it can be quite full on and you, you'll need a programmer. And it's not something that you um, as a small business owner would even want to probably dive into. So just bringing that up as an option though. Drupal the second one. D-
1: D-R-U-P-A-L, Drupal.
0: That's right. Second one is Joomla. Joomla is the is another one we've worked in as well. It's kind of sits in between Drupal and um WordPress, which we're going to talk about in a sec. And Joomla is not, again, not as popular and it is a little bit more complex to manage. I find it not to be very intuitive. That just means that if you go in there and you think that a button should be over here or part of the menu for you to build your website should be located over here, it's not. You tend to have to dig quite deep to do what you want it to do. So it's a little bit difficult and clunky. Um, But still, you know, it's out there and a lot of people use it. And our favorite, WordPress. (laughs)
1: <laughs> WordPress. WordPress is around. It's been around for a fair while. Um, mm. the, the, I guess the thing that we like about WordPress is that um, it's, as you said, open source. There are so many people out there who are building plugins and all sorts of themes and all this cool stuff that can plug in. Like it's almost like Lego. Um, they're building all these extra pieces that you can pick and choose to use inside your website to make it, um, you know, outstanding piece of work. And and WordPress. Um, websites these days just look phenomenal. Some of the people that are doing work out there are really making these things hum and sing. So um, tell us a bit more about WordPress.
0: Yeah, and I guess WordPress, just to keep in mind, it is essentially kind of like a a piece of software really. So once you have your domain and you have your hosting, a lot of hosting companies, they give you something called a cPanel, which is essentially an area where you go in and you can set up your website and there's a button in these C panels that says install WordPress, and it literally will install the WordPress platform for you um, with a click of a button. It's really quite simple. And again, WordPress is free. Um, you can, like Andrew suggested, you can add on so many things. All these little plugins, and really uh, thousands and thousands of programmers and web designers out there that are very, very savvy with WordPress and can make that site do whatever you want it to do. So it's a um, fantastic little platform to get started on.
1: So when you say when you say things like do it mm. whatever you want can you put shopping carts in there can you put videos and stuff in there what how, what is that how does that all work
0: why andrew i'm so glad you asked <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 so you can put web uh, web shopping carts in there if you want to have a store you can put videos you can put podcasts like our podcast if you go to autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast what you're going to see on that site that is a wordpress site You'll also see players where you can actually play our podcasts from within the website. That's just a plugin that you put in. You add on or plug into WordPress to give you added functionality. So you can have players um, for videos and audio, um, images, downloads. You can stick PDFs on there to download. You can have web forms so you can collect polls or information into your um, lead generations. You're collecting details in exchange for things. PayPal buttons, whatever you want to put on your site, you can do it.
1: Yeah, we even have a plugin that actually grabs the recording that we've got here and it sucks it into iTunes and it puts it into iTunes and, uh, and fills or populates the iTunes information so it's that nice. we don't even have to do any of that. It's actually uh, a plugin that does it for us, sending it and connecting it to iTunes. So a lot of these plugins also connect uh, with other platforms, other, other um, programs out there and they work um, simultaneously together.
0: And in WordPress, where you're actually managing the back end of your site, so to speak, which is where you log in as an administrator, there's a menu in there where you actually control and add pages and blog posts and all sorts of things. And there's a a menu item called plugins, and that's where you go to do what we're talking about. Um, We'll give you a few of our favorites in a second, but it's as easy as honestly going in there and there's a search bar. And you type in the word podcast plugin or you could type in shopping cart plugin or social media share buttons or whatever you're thinking, I want that on my site. And what it does is it searches out there in the, the global marketplace of plugin developers and it shows you ratings and reviews of them and you can actually see what they do. And you just literally say install and activate. And then there's some light settings in there that you can do to um, you know make it look good with your site. So it's that easy. It really is that easy.
1: Yeah. Awesome. All right, anything else you want to talk about as far as uh, websites, WordPress, uh, sorry, WordPress and that sort of stuff goes?
0: Yeah, I guess the last thing there, we we talked about the free platforms. There are a few paid platforms that are worth bringing up for you guys that are just getting started or really want to, I guess, tap into, say, Mm -hmm. e-commerce. Just because, quite simply, they are easy and might be a a great way of keeping you moving rather than getting overwhelmed and stopping you from doing anything. And there's three shopping ones that we know of that are quite good. And again, these are proprietary, so you're paying some else a monthly subscription fee to use them uh, first one being Volusion and gosh Andrew I see them all over the place right now they're probably chasing me around with their ads they're on YouTube everywhere uh-huh. you can create a shopping cart or a store literally with a few clicks of a mouse and
1: yeah, um, so this is good if you've got a if you've got a shop uh, a shop front or something where you sell a lot of products um, you know, someone, let's say a, a vitamin shop, for instance, and they've got a whole bunch of different vitamins, thousands of different stock items, um, you'd use something like a Volusion in this case to set up mm-hmm. your website because your main focus is e-commerce. Um, if you're selling things like an e-book or a, a membership site or, you know, a couple of small items, a couple of uh, bits and pieces, then you can certainly use WordPress to, uh, to house that sort of stuff for sure.
0: Yeah, you just stick your PayPal button in there instead. You don't need a shopping cart uh, yep. for for you know one off items. Yep. Um, gosh, Shopify, Shopify is another one, and you brought this one to my attention. Big Commerce,
1: Big Commerce, yeah, <laughs> Big Commerce um, is one of the big ones. Volusion, Shopify, all three of those are really big. There are, there are a number of other ones out there which are smaller, um, mm-hmm. and they all have their own little um, interesting pieces to it. But these three seem to be the big ones that pop up all the time. So if you're looking for a really good E-commerce solution. Then uh, check out those three: e-commerce, Shopify, and Volusion.
0: And if you are a little bit more tech savvy and you have access to programmers, you definitely don't want to use those to start. And you would much rather use a plugin into WordPress. There's plenty of them out there that create shopping carts. And a really amazing one is called Woo Commerce, W-O-O Commerce, Um, and Woo Themes. Actually, is and we'll talk about this in a future episode. But Woo Themes. Is a theming site where you can literally get your design for your site. You can buy that for anywhere from $40 upwards. Um, it's a great little marriage of both a design and also a plan, for, which is free to create shopping cart oh, Woo think, themes and WooCommerce. I think you're
1: teasing people now. We're talking about shopping I know. i to throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> and,
0: and one last thing, too. We we're talking about membership sites. There is a program called Kajabi Kajabi, K A J A B I. And they allow you to create a very easy membership site. Membership sites just like a, you know, a a locked down website where somebody has to log in with a username and a password to access your premium content, which can be an e-course or videos and whatever you want to share. So Kajabi is a good one for that. But, of course, yes, there are plugins that do this in WordPress as well. Um, And one of them I'll just quickly uh, shout out is called Wishlist, very popular one that you can use in your WordPress site. So hopefully we've given you guys quite a few things to think about and access and look at, whether you're a little bit more, I guess, tech savvy. You might want to look more at WordPress and plugins. And if Mm -hmm. you're just starting out, just check out some of these shopping
1: sites as well. Yeah, definitely, definitely. All right. What's next? Are we going to talk about plugins? You want to talk about some of our best plugins?
0: Yes, please. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. So briefly talk about plugins. All you have to do, go into your WordPress and you go down into the um, back end, the WP admin, which is where you log in as an administrator to manage your site. And there's a little menu item in there called plugins. and what the names we're going to share with you right now you just do a search from within there using these names you'll be able to find them very easily and then you can install them
1: we're in going we'll stick these ones we talk about we'll stick the list of these on wow. our resource guide so dot com forward slash podcast you'll see those uh, look for the resource guide you'll see them there
0: yes perfect and you'll you'll get a link to them below this podcast as well. All right, All so right. kick it let's off. Watch. So
1: let's talk about spam. Um, spam is a big problem, so big that uh, you know, even Google have changed the way they lay Gmail out now. So let's talk about <laughs> spam and uh and what what can we do to avoid spam on our sites.
0: Okay, so with a WordPress site, you'll have comments that are enabled. That means you have a comment field underneath your pages, at the bottom of your pages, but also on your blog posts. Now, if you don't have this plugin, what's going to start to happen is all these little spam robots and just people from all over the world are going to start to try and put spammy comments or links into their own things that they're selling in your web page. Actually, at the bottom of your webpage, there's something called Akismet. It's called, uh, spelled A K I S M E T, Akismet. And if you install this, it looks after your site for you and it can kind of track which which things are robots or which are fake people that are trying to come to your site and comment and, you know, illegitimate comments.
1: And the expensive cost of Akismet is? Free. Free. We love free.
0: It's free. And it it comes with a lot of WordPress installs already. So if you are setting up WordPress for the first time, chances are it's in there and it just needs to be activated.
1: Great. Okay, next one.
0: All right. One. Now we talked a little bit about hackers and the importance of getting good hosting, but there's also a plugin you can use to help protect your site from hackers getting into it. And it's called uh, Login Lockdown. All it is is it basically means that um, when you're logging into your site on the WP admin page to get into the back end, it knows if you've given a wrong username and a password five times in a row, it locks you down and locks out you as a user of the site. So even if you start using the correct password and username, it, you still can't get in for up to an hour. So it's tracking from your IP address, uh, which is where your computer is, and it knows. It's smart and it protects your site from crazy people trying to use combinations of usernames and passwords to get into your site.
1: Right. Awesome. 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 Okay. Let's kick on with comments what's uh talk about some comment comments? okay like- this
0: is a powerful powerful tool wordpress comes with just standard comment system that is part of your website but if you turn this one on you suddenly have access to an entire global network of commenters that are active within blogging communities it's called discus it's a and it replaces your standard wordpress comments with comment field below your page and your blog post um And you basically the user sets up a free account with Disqus and all their comments from all over the blogs that they've ever engaged with is available to you. But also there's this new really cool little feature and if you enable um, sharing, it'll display um, blogs and and websites in your industry that are complementary at the bottom of your web pages and vice versa for you. So your website will be promoted to other sites that have Disqus enabled in the same way.
1: Yeah, I've seen a lot of movement around lately in the last couple of weeks about Discus and um, some people are using it pretty effectively. So uh, yeah. definitely go and check it out. Do a do a Google search or do a search on YouTube for Discus and you'll see some uh, great videos there on how to use Discus and, and the ways you can use it.
0: Very cool. And it's free. Yes, it is. I think yeah. all these are free
1: actually. Yeah, yeah they're all about. free. I think they're all free I'm looking at. Yep. Okay. So yeah. let's move on. Next one.
0: Okay, this is a really cool one. We love Uh, this is for SEO. Now I mentioned SEO is dying, but at the same time, that still means that you need to optimize your page properly with keywords, you know, in the in the right places. So at least search engines can still know what your site's all about. Uh Now there's one called WordPress SEO, and it's by a guy named Yoast. It's spelled differently though. It's uh, I think it's J O O S T. He's this plugin developer who's genius, and Google actually likes this plugin. It's it's um you know Google approved so to speak, and All it is is basically WordPress SEO. That's what you're looking for. And it will install a little box underneath all of your pages that you can actually type in keywords. And it helps to show you where to put those keywords. And it even suggests keywords that you can use, which is
1: very cool. I use this all the time as a guide for my article. So if if I've written an article – and I think you know, there's enough. It'll come back and say, "Hey, you haven't written a minimum amount that we recommend, so 300 words." So I might go back and say, "Okay, great," um, or it might say, "You haven't used the key words that you wanted to to focus on." Hasn't is not in the body of the of the of the actual site, which is great. Um, it's a checkpoint for me too, so I like using this uh, for every post I do just to make sure that I've covered the main key bases that I need for a good uh, a good article.
0: Yeah, I'm hooked on it too, and it also. So control the snippet that shows up in the search results. So whenever you go into Google and you type in keywords, you'll see results that come up. There's a title and there's also like two lines of text uh, that, you know, kind of a teaser of what that website or web page might be about. It allows you to actually pretty much set what Google's going to display, which, you know, we love because then you can control that and you can say, pick up my free report or find out more instead of having Google randomly choose text off of your page.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay, speaking of Google… Yes.
0: All right. So this is by the same guy, uh, good old Yoast, and he's created one called Google Analytics for WordPress. And all this allows you to do is very easily link your analytics account within your WordPress site it's just almost again almost like a click of a a mouse and then suddenly your site's linked it's put in your code because as you know when you set up analytics it tends to give you all this code and it says go stick it in your site in
1: the footer or
0: the header it gets very overwhelming you don't need to do that with this plugin
1: yeah that's it's a a lifesaver for people that are technically challenged i can tell you that's uh it was one of my favorites yeah it's a good one
0: And this one, social sharing. Now, we've talked at length about this before, but it is incredibly important that your site is able to be easily shared on social media. And nowadays, it's just it's a given that your site should have these little buttons all over the place where people can click like from Facebook or share on Google Plus or tweet it. So all those little social sharing buttons there's a plugin yes, there is a plugin of course, for that as well, and it is free, and there's one that we like because it has a whole load of uh, all the different social media platforms in one and it's called twitter Facebook social share, and when you install it, you suddenly have buttons for um pinterest google plus gosh uh, twitter, all the main ones all of them yeah, yeah, Facebook of course too. So that one allows you to control what pages that sits on and how those buttons appear as well, which is quite cool.
1: Awesome. Okay. Next Next one. All right.
0: We have two more actually, and then we're we're about done. Now the la- the next one, second to last one, is something called dynamic widgets. Look, I found this to be an absolute lifesaver, and the reason why is it allows you to control what displays down the right hand sidebar of your website. So, this
1: so, is, so uh, before you go, I, I, yeah, I, I think you dropped out a little bit. Dynamic widgets is the one this is called. Dynamic
0: widgets is the okay. one that's right. So dynamic widgets is what displays uh, down the right hand sidebar of your website, uh, a, a, a widget. So that's where you might see opt-in forms, you might see Facebook um, like boxes, things like that. But dynamic widgets allows you to choose which page you display which piece of content. So right. you can really think about how powerful this is. If you write a blog post on one topic, you might want to give away a free um, free item that's specific to that topic and only displayed on that page. And then on another page, you might be, say, talking about your book. So you might just display an ad banner in the right-hand side about your book just on that page. So dynamic widgets just allows you to control which pages these little sidebar uh, pieces of content display
1: on. I must admit, I don't use dynamic widgets, but I think I'm going to now because – I've heard you speak about this a few times, and I've got to get my act into gear. But I really like that whole concept of dynamic widgets. I think what's happening out there in the websites is that people are creating dynamic web pages that's mm-hmm. delivering content to the to the right person, you know, the right type of person each time. Uh, and yeah. I'm finding that that part of it fascinating of how that's working right now.
0: Yeah, if you think about it, most people actually find your website from other pages, uh, not from your homepage. They actually yeah. find you from your blog posts or your articles, and it's very specific content that you're giving away say in a blog post it's a very specific topic that you're writing about so why not cater that whole right hand side of your page to be freebies you know take the next step with me all around that particular topic and not just a general topic of things that you do in your business
1: yeah yeah definitely okay and final one we've got one more to go
0: Final one. Okay, so here's the thing. With websites, it's important that you speed up the delivery of your website to the viewer that comes to it. And a big issue, especially with more amateur and smaller business owners, is that we tend to get big images and just put them in the website. And they're like print resolution or print print ready images where in fact they need to be shrunk way down to be quick to load on a website. Now there's a plugin that actually helps do this for you. It actually squishes down the size of your image automatically. Now, it's quite a good name too. I like it. It's called WP Smush It. Smush It. <laughs> Smoosh It. So like Smoosh It real good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Smoosh It. <laughs> WP Smush It. And uh, look, it Smush period, I-T. That's how you spell it. Uh, and that's what it does for you. It just kind of does that behind the scenes, sticks around, shrinks down your images and optimizes your website for faster load speed.
1: Love it. Love it. Yeah. And like in this day and age with um, so many cameras attached to phones um, and high quality resolution photos that these phones are taking now, people just think, well, I'll just use that photo and stick it on my website. But actual fact, it becomes a real problem when, you've, uh, when you're trying to Open up a load of page that has some really large photos on it and uh, Google do not like that at all.
0: That's exactly right. So that's why you want to pay attention to this.
1: (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. Awesome,
0: awesome. All right. That's it. You know, I I know that this one was like a little bit more dry than we tend to talk about but fundamentals can be but they're also incredibly important to listen to because this is the foundation of what you're doing online.
1: Yeah, cool. Well, you know what? We're going to do a Fiverr gig of the week. Now, I'm not actually mm. going to go and get a gig this week, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and find five people on Fiverr that can actually either add um, add plugins to your site or set your site up with WordPress in the first place or create some hosting for you. So I'm going to go and find those for you, and I'm going to um, stick them on the on the page down the bottom. So you can go and check them out yourself. Um, We'll put some links to those people. So um, usually these people have been checked out. We'll we'll check them out by uh, ourselves, but you want to make sure you do do your own due diligence. If you want somebody for $5 to install WordPress on your website, then check out our page on com forward slash podcast. This is episode number 38. That you that's
0: for. right hey andrew you know it'd be really cool too you, the guys that are listening if they heard us talk about these plugins and they're thinking wow i really want those but i have no idea how why don't you guys go to our page get one of these fiverr guys that we're showing you or sharing with you and then send them to our page and say all these plugins that, that crazy andrew and heather spoke about i want those on my site go do it
1: yeah there you go yeah tell them to do that that's a great idea here's the list <laughs> here's, here's, i think it's eight, eight or ten that we just spoke about yeah um so here's the list. Go and do it. And uh, go, and do to it. Do go it. install them and go set them up for me. And then yeah. um, you'll have these on your site running for you if you have a WordPress site. Absolutely. All right. Coming to the end. What about a shout out? We got a shout out for. Um, we for do. A we of do. Lists, we but... love
0: this guy. Okay. So, <laughs> Keith Keller. Now Keith is a Twitter genius, and he also has been on our magazine. And we even had him stand up at our fireside chat in Melbourne last weekend, um, doing a little bit of a ten-minute talk. Keith has been incessantly. Uh, on Twitter, nonstop talking about our last podcast. So huge shout out and thank you to you, Keith, for your ongoing support and all your lovely tweets.
1: Yeah, Keith, he's uh, he's awesome. He's just uh, amazing guy. If you ever want to know anything about Twitter, check out Keith Keller. Uh, his uh, Twitter handle is at Keith Keller. K E I T H K E L L E R. Keith Keller. That's the one. That's right. All check right. All right. I think that's it. Uh, anything else that we need to, uh, cover? I think we're pretty much done for this edition. Where can people find out more? Um, Heather, if they want to find out more about us,
0: guys pop on by to autopilotyourbusiness.com forward slash podcast and we love hearing from you by the way we every week we go onto our iTunes and we look at our reviews and our ratings and we go to our website and we're always engaging with you guys that drop by there too so pop on by leave us a voice message or leave us a little comment under this podcast we'd love to hear what you think and uh, you can get grab all of our lovely little resources there as well that we've talked about in this episode
1: yes hey we're downloaded in over 60 countries now so if you want to get your name out in front of 60 60- countries give us a shout out i mean we'll give you a shout out if you leave us a review um get your name out there tell your friends as
0: always guys thank you so much for hanging out with us for the last little bit and thanks again andrew for the lovely chat
1: thanks heather everyone take care until next time we will see you around make sure to grab our free
0: business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses Head on over to AYBpodcast.com. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelt securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the Internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com. Or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold.
1: Until we fly again, happy travels.